Hey everyone, this is James, one half of the Raging Nerd on team. Just want to give you a quick update of something we forgot to mention in this week's episode, but as you can probably tell, this is episode number 49, which means next week's episode is the monumental milestone collector's edition episode number 50. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned, but specifically, we want to give back to you guys, our listeners. You guys have been awesome, really fun, and uh, doing awesome things for us, like leaving reviews on iTunes and sharing the show, but... Now we want to give back to you with a special contest. So, listen to next week's episode, and we'll have a special secret word that will be revealed during the episode, where you go to RagingNerdOn.com and submit that word to us. You'll be entered to win a contest with a box full of nerdy goodies valued at at least 50 bucks. We're talking comics, graphic novels, pins, prints, another assorted knickknacks that I've gotten from things like Loot Crate and uh, comic book conventions and assorted goings-on that I've done in my life over the past few years. So you will help me clean up my house, and I will give you a bunch of nerdy good stuff. So be sure to listen to next week's episode, but obviously listen to this one right now because it's right in front of you. You're about to do that right now. Episode 49 is about to start right now. So listen to that, but also listen to the other one. Thanks. Bye. I went to a comic book convention uh, last weekend. Right, I did not uh, know this. So it was uh, it's called Five Points Festival. It's a it's a new comic book convention, but it's just comics and toys. That's, Where is this? It was like on the ass end of Manhattan, like Pier Thirty Six. It's it's basically right under the Williamsburg Bridge. Like I had to fight Seriously? a troll to get down there. Yeah. I could have gotten to this easily. I did not know about this thing. Yeah. So it was Crap. it was way down there. And um, I I only found out about it like a couple weeks ago when a creator friend of mine was like, oh, I'm gonna get a pre- I'm gonna go down there, and I was like, oh, you know that's in Manhattan, like I could go to that. So I threw yeah. in for a press pass, and I found out on like Monday or Tuesday that I got in, and the convention was that was that weekend. So I was like, well, okay. So I had to like ask Monica for permission if I could go, because that's sure. what I have to do yeah. as an adult. Uh, yeah. So my wife said it was okay, and I got to go down there. For, but it was a two-day convention. It's a little on the small side, and it was just comics and just toys. And then they have, like, this food truck tie-in thing, so they had a bunch of food trucks right outside. This already sounds great. Like, it was it was like, pretty cool. This is, like, the, the, any of the peers aren't really a bad trip for me. Yeah. It's definitely not a bad drive for you. No, it was okay. What I made the mistake of was not looking up the, the specific directions. I just looked it up on the map and was like, oh, it's right next to the, the, um, the FDR. And then... I drove like, past m- it. Like all of the piers? Yeah. And then I, I drove past it, and I was like, well, there it is. There's no, there's no like, turn for it. So I was like, ah, shit. So I ended up driving past it and then missing the turn to come back and then driving past it one more time to finally get it. So it took I used to have tries. to make uh, wine deliveries uh, uh, around a lot of the piers. That's the only reason I'm calling you an idiot. <laughs> I, I, I had to go there for work, so, I, so you knew where it was. I just automatically assume people who don't have to be there all the time are idiots. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. guys. Uh, you're right, uh, but th- it was once I got in there, <laughs> it was like kind of low key. There was a, there were uh, they had some decent names. They had Scott Snyder was there for a signing at. Um, what? At the they had a Midtown Comics booth. Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo were there signing. God um, damn it! Seriously? Bri- yeah, Brian Lee O'Malley was there. Um, oh, cool! And, I only uh, got one of his Scott Pilgrim yeah. books. <laughs> I like, like Scott Pilgrim. I don't good. have a whole lot to wait in line for Brian O'Malley. <laughs> and Brian then they Lee. had um, I think of who else? There was like one other bigger name there, but I couldn't remember for that. But then Peter David was there, who just like recently oh. paid off his IRS bill, which I helped, yeah. I helped pay. So I threw him ten bucks because I'm like I love J I love the multiple man and uh, I threw him ten bucks. So like, but there was Nick no one at his table at one point. So I just walked up and started talking to him and I was like, "How's everything going? Are you okay? Like, is the IRS?" He's like, "Oh, thank you so much." He was so just like appreciative of everything, and uh, I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like he's just That's a nice really nice guy and cool. Um, Sean Gordon Murphy was there. Cliff Chang, the guy who draws a uh, paper girl. My favorite iteration of Wonder Woman ever. Yeah, yeah. he drew that. He drew that as Cliff well. Chang. So there were there were a bunch of like good names and then like some some up and coming guys. I I met a couple guys that I have talked to a bunch of times, and there was this there was this fun fun yet awkward moment when I I talked to this one guy uh, this guy Cody Andrew Souza. He wrote this uh, mini series called Croak that I really loved, and uh, he was one of the first guests on Funny Book Splatter. So I start talking uh-huh. to him, 
And, uh, you know, we're t- talking for like 15, 20 minutes. And then I turn to leave and I, re- and I realize I see this guy in a wheelchair and I'm like, that guy looks familiar. And I'm like, oh, shit. I recognize him because I looked him up after I gave this guy a bad review. And <gasps> he tried to hold on. He he tried to mansplain the fucking review to me about why I was wrong. Seriously? Yeah. So then I, I looked him up because Look. in the back of the book, he says something about like how he overcame diver- you know, adversity and he was a uh, he was a handicapped. So I was like, is this guy like really handicapped? And I looked him up and I was like, oh, he's legit handicapped. So like, all okay. right, good on you. You wrote you wrote a couple of comics. Sure. And That's I, got nothing to do with the quality no, of his writing. No, I didn't care <laughs> for it. And I call there were just you're not you're not you're you're not clearly criticizing him no because i didn't know right because he's handicapped i didn't know what it was i didn't know whatever his deal was ahead of time i just wrote about it like there were things that were bad not not bad but just like bullshit that that didn't work in the book like one thing the book was named reviewed (laughs) yeah you asked for it um but there is a mansplain to a fucking reviewer why he he legit told me that's ridiculous yeah so I've I've been fortunate that I've been reviewing stuff for like six years and I haven't that was like the first real one I got where it was like, Well, this is why I did that and you know, this is really this is called I forgot what he said, but it was something like this is called like uh trying to lure them in or something like that. I'm like, No, you just were late that's Doesn't lazy matter. storytelling. Like yeah. you didn't You got criticized. Your work was criticized by a critic. Yeah. Like that don't don't explain to critics why their opinion of your work <laughs> is wrong. That like Every bit, every single fucking piece of art is subjective. No matter if, if I think I've done the best acting in my life, and someone's like, "You're a fucking hack," okay, they think I'm a hack. I can't like me explaining to them why <laughs> I'm great isn't going to convince them I'm great. I don't care if you're in a wheelchair, motherfucker. People don't like your book. You should you should accept that. Sorry. So, but what's funny is I turned and I saw him, and again, I knew what he looked like because I looked up what he looked like after the fact but he didn't know who i look like so i'm like oh he doesn't he won't know who i am but then like for a moment i stopped and i looked down and i remembered that i was wearing a horror talk (laughs) t-shirt so i was like oh fuck and like i just kind of like made a beeline around him and then like tried to avoid that aisle for a little while (laughs) That's, that's why you don't. That's why you don't NASCAR at, at fucking comic cons, man. Just because you work from somewhere doesn't mean you have to put tide all over your fucking chest. No, I probably should have wore a Batman yeah, shirt. Yeah, I know. In hindsight, I mean, it it has worked for worked out for me in the past. Like when I was at New York Comic Con last year, I walked by the Valiant Comics booth, and this one girl handing out comics was like, "Oh, do you work for Horror Talk?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And she goes, "Oh, I follow you on Twitter." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Turns out she was an assistant editor on this book called Britannia that I had reviewed like the week before. So like we hit it off and we're already talking about all this stuff. And I was like, oh, like cool. Like I've never had someone stop me and go like, hey, Horror Talk, I know what that is. Because the site's fine. It's just not like a huge site. So, um, well, congratulations. And now you've seen the other side. Yeah. Now now I see the regrets of like, maybe, maybe I won't do it if, um, for fear of being accosted by someone I gave a negative review to, but I've been told it's part of it. I mean, like eventually people are going to recognize you. Yeah. Without a shirt. So. <laughs> oh, I hope no one recognizes me when I'm not wearing a shirt, because that's going to just be awkward. It's going to happen. Everybody. Some fucking Fedora Lord shit-ass writer is going <laughs> to jump up your ass. Fedora Lord. <laughs> uh, it, it's just going to happen. Yeah. It's just going to happen. I, uh, Everybody wants to defend their art. I'm telling you, not all art is defensible. No. And, and people don't realize that. <laughs> yeah, I've had, I've I've, had two I've writers. I've plenty of shitty things, and I'm, I'm more than happy to admit that they are shitty. <laughs> and I am shitty in them. But most people are not. No, I've, I, I've had <laughs> two writers. I've had two writers recently tell me that I gave them their only negative review, and I find that very hard to believe because then it's they because they got a lot of softballs. Because they're lying. Yeah, because they're lying to you. They got a lot of softballs because there's no way. Like I've read these books. I'm like, sorry, man. Some of these are are just not 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 up to par. But yeah. whatever. So that was that was it. It's, it was um it's a fun little. Fun little fest, though. It's something you really can just do in, in one day. So I think they'll be back for next year. But uh, Let me know. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll let like, you know. I never heard time. about it before, and that's that's obscenely close, and it sounds like it's super, super fucking easy yeah, to get and it was to. So, it sounds like it was a so route low key. that I took yeah. for many years at work. So. And it was so low-key like, that, like, I, 
the lines, even for like Snyder or, or Campulo or anybody like that, were not outrageous yeah, well, by any chance, uh, by any stretch. Like it wasn't like what you get at New York Comic Con, where it's like, oh well, I didn't get here. If if, if two I'm hours not there, ago. eleven yeah. o'clock at night the previous day, I'm not gonna get into the fucking panel. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. I'd like we like we're done with that shit. We're done with New York Comic Con. That we're done with. Me and Jackie are are just done with that shit. We want to look for smaller 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 very 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 smaller cons <laughs> where we can just go get some art go get some books yep. and get the fuck out for the day and and feel like we didn't miss anything yeah that's that's what this one is i mean i they didn't that have any good. panels or anything yet so i, I think that might be something they'll add in later on uh, i depending really on the success, don't care about but... panels because the people we truly care about they go on tour and shit and their shows are pretty affordable in in better venues yeah. with better seating and that served booze. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. When you're hitting up Neil Gaiman, I guess it's a little different. Guy does a good show. Yeah, I can't recommend that one enough. Oh, American Gods is awesome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We've we've checked that box. I hope you're satisfied, Jackie. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it. This is like the fourth episode, and it featured nothing that I wanted to see in the episode and still managed to be a phenomenal episode. <laughs> still haven't seen it. Uh, it's amazing. You got You got to see. America <laughs> I know, Gatsby. I know, I know, I know. It's a, it's, it's an incredible show. It really is. Um, um anyway, yeah. let's not get into American gods. No, we, so, have, we, we have something sad to get into. Yes. Yes. So, um, recent news, as much as we criticize him, no one deserves some of the heartbreak that comes out in the world, but um, Zack Snyder... I mean, Snyder, we criticize this guy, like, to crazy amounts. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> I haven't called him Hack Snyder like some of the folks out there on the internet have. I'm pretty have. sure I've done that yeah. a billion times. And I enjoy his work. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I enjoy his work that isn't Sucker Punch or, or DC. Yeah, <laughs> you actually liked Man of Steel. So I did. I liked Man of Steel quite a bit. So, um, yeah, so recent news, Zack Snyder, um, apparently his daughter had um, killed herself back in March, and he, he kind of kept it under wraps until now, and it just kind of got to the point where he needed to take a break, um, mm -hmm. needed to really mourn for that. So he's taken a step back from finishing up Justice League, which is due out later this year. And uh, Joss Whedon is jumping in to uh, kind of fill that, fill those shoes. So it's kind of bittersweet because on the one hand, you know, you could be excited that Joss Whedon is getting involved in a movie like the Justice League. But under these circumstances, it's it's a bummer. So, um, you know, as, as much as we criticize someone like Zack Snyder, like I said, no one deserves something like that by uh, any stretch of the imagination. So, yeah, our, our hearts definitely go out to him um, and hope he can... Uh, I don't know. There's no like. There's no like. Well, it'll get better. It's just no. You know, that's it doesn't. a shitty situation. No. It really that, is, that is that is the a 100% nightmare situation for any parent. Yeah. That is it. Like there, there's no coming back from it. Like you couldn't even protect your kid from that, and you couldn't possibly hope to. There's no preparation for your your child taking their own life. Yeah. It's it's terrifying. It's it's a fucking nightmare, and all you fucking people. Thank God Joss Whedon took over. Thank God. Like, you're garbage. You're yeah. fucking garbage. This man lost his child. And he couldn't do anything about it. You cannot like his movies. You cannot like the direction he's taken with the DC Universe. And that's fine. I don't like it. But, but to fucking say fuck him and i'm so glad this happened or or some some fucking guy said uh oh that's super edgy his daughter should have directed the fucking dcu oh, like you are the worst fucking people you're you're the worst this is this is a child's not a child she was a grown woman but it's still his child and and he worked on the fucking thing for a long time and somehow kept this shit under wraps and was still working while he was, I mean, if, burying if, his child, yeah. you're fucking monsters. If Give this fucking else, guy a break. Yeah. If nothing else, you have to admire the man's dedication. That it's like he, he. I wouldn't like, do it. Plunged, plunged himself into work to try to cope with it. I can imagine, but you know, it got to a point where it's like I, you can't, you can't, you have to grieve, you have to mourn, you have to be able to get yeah. through something like that. Um. That's his dedication, to, potentially his dedication to that, but also, like, he didn't turn into, like, a blubbering pile of of just tears, which I'm, no, I'm sure most of us would. 
Yeah, and he didn't take to Twitter like hashtag, uh, hashtag this, hashtag, like, hashtag oh my daughter, hashtag blessed, hashtag it's he didn't do any of that. He kept it out of the way to try to give you guys a fucking movie for better or worse. Like, we we might not like the movie, but that that's not that's that is no long no longer here or there. Yeah, that's the the man is the whole family is in a in terrible situation, and those of you who have taken a Twitter or a Facebook or whatever, snap dicks or whatever. Uh, <laughs> You're such an old any, man. Anyone You're giving so him old. shit. I know. Anyone giving him shit right now, go fuck yourselves up your fucking ass with the, the spikiest goddamn iron dildo you can possibly find. You don't, you're just terrible. You're terrible fucking people. Fuck you. Um, good luck, Snyder fan. Like that, this is terrible, and I and I I am so sad for you guys. Yeah, I can't imagine what they're going through. This is th- that's terrible. And you it's don't just, and you don't want to. That's more the worst possible like, thing. Yeah. That's not something that anyone should have to go. Any parent should have to go through. I I would call out of work immediately. Guy worked for two more months. I on 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 something that's just not important. It's just not important. It's just a fucking comic book movie, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not important. I mean, I even wonder if. Like Warner Brothers, if Warner Brothers even knew, like if anyone else outside of that have. family it, it, of had known, they, knew. they had to, have yeah. known. they had to, have known. they had to, have, like he, they just had to have been like, I would hope, in in beyond hope that Warner Brothers execs were just like, get the fuck out of here and take your time, but I mean he he fucking still worked on the movie. That's crazy. And not one person who's giving him shit would have done the same. Yeah. I, I, I call out of work after I sprain my fucking pinky toe on the corner of a table. And <laughs> my work's not that hard. Um, yeah. I, that, this is terrible. And I, I'm, I'm so sad for the guy. And I feel so bad not liking the movies I don't like for some reason. Which I shouldn't. Well, I mean, you make shitty movies. It, but... but, but I, it don't don't give this guy fucking shit over the Justice League no. right now. Give 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 the guy a while before you start fucking hashtagging dog shit to him. No. I, I, he just lost a fight. This is the worst. This is the worst scenario for for any parent. This is this is the worst, mm-hmm. and it's terrifying. And and you motherfuckers on the internet just <laughs> exacerbate it for no reason because you're the fucking saddest people on the planet. Yeah, every every so and often we have to remind yourself. the internet, like, hey, <laughs> like, be cool, all right? Stop being a dick. Yeah, and this I'm, is I mean, one of those we, times. Like, we we fucking make jokes on this show all the time. Fucking fuck you, Zack Snyder. Uh, kill yourself, Jared Leto. They're just jokes. They're in poor taste, and I make most of the poor taste jokes. <laughs> but they aren't just jokes. I don't. This is terrible. Yeah. Leave the fucking guy alone. I know no one. I know no one who does that shit is going to listen to either you or me. But fuck, don't do it. Yeah. You're gonna be in like God forbid you're in this situation one day. You're not making movies. You don't have this kind of pressure on you at, at like Zack Snyder does. I. Fuck! This yeah. is terrible. So, fucking yeah. This no, look, is we worse. I think I think we uh I think we got it. But um yeah, yeah. it's it's. Yeah, I feel so, bad for him. I really, I really feel so bad for him and the shit he's taking from yeah. people. It's so terrible. look, um, the, I, the long, I mean, the long and short giving, of it, people aren't giving this much shit against the Muslims after the Ariana Grande concert. Like Zack Snyder has been the focus for this week instead of a terrorist attack. <laughs> well, I, I think it depends on the news outlet. First of all, like if if we're only on fucking Bleeding Cool and Newsarama, then yeah, that's where a lot of that's going to be. But yeah, there is a little bit of that. <laughs> Yeah, that other event is certainly still out there too, and that sucks too. What a, this is a weird week. Yeah, man, this ter- terrible week for a lot of countries world, and a lot of famous people. The world kind of <laughs> sucks sometimes, and it's every so often we're reminded of that. But look, yeah. in any case, stop look, being dicks. Don't Everybody be a dick. Just stop That's... being dicks for for. Oh, Jesus, fuck! Give give people a month before you're a dick to them again. That's a, yeah. Just hug. Give give someone a hug. And uh, fucking relax. Don't be an asshole for a little bit. That's that's the that's the moral of this story. The more you know, all right. Now, this is a comedy podcast. So let's try to do something else to make people laugh. Um, oh, man, I wanted to fart so bad, but I couldn't muster <laughs> it up. Uh, well, after after last week and your and and your troubles and tribulations with uh 
when it comes to farting, I, I, I wouldn't trust you farting on the podcast <laughs> for fear that you might just shit your shit your pants live on air. <clears throat> that's my life. <laughs> I live life on the edge. <laughs> that's the that's the burden I bear. Toilet. Every fart is a challenge. So, um, what else we wanted? Well, I wanted to cover um, m- after reading a recent comic that was um, that was later turned into a spectacular movie. I realized there are occasionally situations where a movie ends up being better than the book. Oh, do I agree with you and on this? It, it, I'm, I'm, it, it's, it doesn't seem to happen often. It's something that happens uh, because usually the, you know, the book is better, and I fully agree with that, and there's, there's yeah. tons and tons of situations but that, that fall in line with it. But there are exceptions to the rule, and I got two of them specifically that I okay. wanted to cover. You said, do you have a couple? I have, I, I have three, okay. yes. And it wasn't B-Movie, right? Because B-Movie was not based on a... Uh... Cannot find the novelization of that movie, but I am positive <laughs> it's better than the movie, so that doesn't count, no. right? The movie's... There's no way a, the B-Movie is better than the book B-Movie. <laughs> B-Movie the book! B-Movie the book. <laughs> As read by Malcolm McDowell! <laughs> So my the the comic that I read that's that caught that created this was the Secret Service, which was later turned into Kingsman. Oh, Kingsman! The Secret Service. Oh, I did man. not care for that comic at all. Oh, of course not. You know why? <laughs> <laughs> Mark Mark Millar is not a very good writer. <laughs> well, no, he's got some good stuff. Like he recently wrote, um, what was the book he did? Re- was it was it Rebirth? What was the book he just did with? Was it Rebirth with uh, Greg Capullo? That wasn't bad. He just did one with um, um, the one he did. Fuck, would it start with an S. Starlight. Uh, that I really liked. It was like this like retired kind of like Flash um, Gordon kind of adventurer book. Like that was fun. But occasionally he just kind is. of writes himself. You know who Flash Gordon is? Oh, I didn't hear the Gordon oh. part. I think he cut out for a second. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Flash Flash Gordon. It, it was kind of like Flash Gordon. Like, definitely didn't know he wrote a uh, Flash Gordon book. It's it's a book like Flash Gordon. It's not Flash Gordon. It's, it's Flash Gordon-esque. Like, basically, think of that character if he came back to Earth and then just got old. And no one believed that he, all of that, all those adventures in space happened. And then, That sounds like Mark, like it's Mark up, up his alley. Yeah. That, that sounds like... That's a perfect book for him to write. <laughs> yeah, and it was it that that one I really liked, and then he I thought he had one other one that's popped out recently. But I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna check this out. Let me read this, and because I loved the movie, I loved Kingsman. It was really cool, and this was just a fraction of the of the stuff you get in the movie. So usually, again, it's the opposite. They just he spends so much time doing everything else, and then it's the last issue, and he's like, oh, well, I guess I got to end this, and then it just rushes through to the end. So. Can we can we do spoilers for the books and the movie on this? Yeah, I'm yeah, might as well. <laughs> okay, so I didn't read I didn't read Secret Service. I just saw the movie, and I, man, do I love that movie! I love awesome, right. King, I, it, I love Kingsman. It is so much better than any Mark Millar movie I've seen. <laughs> like you're you're right. So much better than Kick Ass. Way better than Kick Ass. Love Kingsman. Yeah, and it's it's and for a guy that is basically writing movie ip right now like that is right he, he really does yeah. right he's just he, writing books to get a yeah. movie made out of which him. is he's look that's, shit what the books do hey look that's one way to do it and that look he's writing he's it's getting attention to the medium it's doing fine but i there are just some of them that it's like this wasn't fleshed out like i felt the same way honestly with kick-ass because i think the movie was like almost done or even finished before the Kickass, the original Kickass comic finished. So that, yeah. So that that comic felt feels rushed at the end and like started out okay and then just plummets. So yeah. it's the same same problem that uh, he had with Secret Service. So it's just kind of like runs and then ends. And it's a problem. So how does how does Secret Service end as opposed to Kingsman? Um, Kingman, Kingsman ends pretty awesomely. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up uh, teaming up with all of the like. Basically, he finds out that what's that like the uh, the higher up in the spy organization is in it with this bad guy, and then he teams up with all the new all the new recruits, 
And so not just the girl. Not just the girl. All of the new recruits, all the ones that basically like, you know, all the ones that wouldn't let him play in the fucking reindeer games, right? Are He's like, oh, sure, I'm Rudolph, and I'm going to lead you into this mountain, and we're just going to take everybody out. And that's right. it. And then they take everybody out in like two seconds, and they're done. And it's just rushed and feels like there's no real stakes you don't see anything else that happens. You don't see the stakes in the world. They don't. No one else dies. It's just, oh, we killed all the bad guys. We're done, uh-huh. and it's a bummer. But up until that, your first five issues of it were basically him just training. So, the things that took maybe ten minutes or twenty minutes in the uh, in the movie, movie were four or five issues. Like, okay, ridiculous. that's that's just too long for a comic book. Yeah, that's right, and. So that could have been boiled down for it. So it, it's it's funny what, what, because this Secret Service, you know who's you know who's credited as a co-creator on Secret Service? It, <laughs> Tell me it's Matthew Vaughn. It's Matthew fucking Vaughn. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm the every... man on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so that's so awesome to hear. That goes fully oh, into man, what him writing a huge it. boner. <laughs> <laughs> I also farted. I also farted. <laughs> oh, um, there's just too much. There's too much happy coming out of all my body right now. Yeah. So in every issue, it's listed. Secret Service is created by Mark Miller, uh, Dave Gibbons, who's the the artist. Fucking the guy who drew fucking Watchmen. Watchmen. And yeah. and Matthew Vaughn, who he doesn't he doesn't have a story credit. He doesn't have anything else, but he's credited as a co-creator on the book. <laughs> <laughs> and and then Great. if you didn't know if you didn't know he also went Whatever, on to direct the, guy can direct the movie. A cool ass comic book yeah. movie apparently. No, so, yeah. So just to clear it up, Matthew Vaughn also directed Kingsman: The Secret Service. So that's it. He also directed Kick Ass. He directed Layer Cake and um, yeah. X Men First Class. Not, Layer Cake's not bad. Layer Cake, I love that movie. No, Matthew like, Vaughn's a pretty Matthew good director. Vaughn's a, Matthew Vaughn's a very good director. Yeah. I don't like. It's ridiculous that Mark Millar needs him to create his. Book, though. <laughs> yeah that's ridiculous it's almost like he it's like an executive producer credit on a comic book yeah fuck man <laughs> i just I, like i didn't it's like civil war everything every movie that mark millar is tied to is better than any of his books <laughs> <clears throat> yeah i mean captain america civil war Oh it's god, better. so much it's... better than his fucking garbage yeah. writing. <laughs> and it didn't and it didn't take like uh, like 2 years to fully come out. Sure you know? didn't. It? it just took two and a half hours of awesomeness yeah, to fix did. everything wrong with his book. <laughs> All right, so what do you got? Okay, I got um this one's uh it might be a little obscure because the book I like I've never met anyone who's read the book. It's Jurassic Park. And the Park. book is is nigh unreadable, so I just want to get this one out of the way. Have you ever seen Children of Men yes. with uh Julian? Oh man. I have that book. I the, haven't read it. You, I, you have not read it? I own a copy of it cuz I think I was at like a at like a Goodwill or a Salvation Army once and I was like, "Oh, Children of Men. I remember that movie and I just grabbed that book. I have not read it." Have you seen the movie? I have seen the movie. Do you like the movie? Yes, I do. That Quite movie's good. fucking. That movie rock socks, yeah. right? Yeah. That's an amazing, accessible movie with excellent acting and excellent action and excellent pacing all the way through. That movie is fucking awesome. Great. That book, I had to. I'm not. I may come across as stupid on this show. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a good vocabulary. I'm, I'm not trying to be egotistical. I can read very well. I got I very big often. words. What? I got very. I use. I use the best words. I use the best words. I have the best pope meetings. I. <laughs> I, I understand the best kind of healthcare zings. <laughs> but I'm not trying to be a dick. It, it's going to sound like this. But I had to look every single page of that book from page one. I, I, I picked up the book because I loved that movie. From page one, I had to read it with a dictionary because <laughs> I didn't understand at least ten words on every single wow. very finely printed and single-spaced page. <laughs> and I got like – a hundred pages into it and it was I, I and it's every page i had to look up 10 words and it, no one has that kind of time 
one, it's a chore, and it just was not as interesting. It, it, it just, it's so slogging. It's just such a chore to get to the point of the story, and that book is just fucking unreadable to me. I never finished it. I only got around 100 pages in, and again, I had to look up. <laughs> I had to read a dictionary at the same time, like two-handed. Webster's and Children of Men. And it's, in, it sounds like days. the dictionary was more interesting. It was. I learned more from the dictionary <laughs> than I did from the slog-ass story of Children of Men book form. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, but I mean, you. But as soon as you put like, I couldn't even like put Clive Owen into the book and be like, oh, it's Clive Owen saying this shit because <laughs> it's pretty much all exposition and all like narration. Oh. Like nobody actually says things. It's just. <laughs> like, <laughs> like old English words. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm a college graduate and you're not kind of a book. Like, I, I don't need to be talked down to. I shouldn't have to have a dictionary in my hand the entire time I'm reading a book. It's ridiculous. I'm not stupid. I know what words are. And I've never <laughs> seen these words in my life. This is what, like, I had to look up words I've never seen before in my life. I read this book four years ago. I'm almost 36. Like, I should know most words in the English language. <laughs> I should not realize I don't know 10 words each page of a book. <laughs> like, it's, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare reading that book. Wow. And that's the only reason the movie is, is better than the book. It's just because I don't have to look... I don't need a dictionary in my hand watching the movie. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I you, you just reminded me of a, a, another book that I stopped reading for for almost the same reason was Pride and Prejudice and Zombies because I just I couldn't get through the Pride and Prejudice part. Like every so often they're like, and there's a zombie, and I'm like, it's <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this relationship between these people. Like, get, where are the zombies, man? That was why I picked this book up. And this I, is this I was, is where Jackie quits listening to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I know. She's or, I, I or knew Lee like right after to find out your address yeah. and cut your throat because she's a huge. Jane I'm Austen sure fan. that I knew like right after I said it. I'm like, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for this. Like, yep. someone <laughs> someone's probably gonna send me a letter. Oh no, you're not gonna get in trouble. I'm just going <laughs> to hear about it for the next two weeks. How come your idiot of a co-host doesn't like Pride and Prejudice? That's all right. Your idiot of a co-host never fucking bothered to read it. So. <laughs> I didn't even read the zombie one. <laughs> uh, I tried because I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. But it was like, it just seemed like every so often he just threw in a zombie and it was just Pride and Prejudice. And I'm just, I just couldn't do it. I tried. I've also never read Lord of the Rings. I tried reading that when I was a senior in high school and I couldn't, get through it. No. I couldn't get through it. I just, no. I, I want to give it a try again. pages of dwarves eating. I'm yeah. not interested. It was no. just so much. And then it's like, we're hobbits and we're met. We might be high and now we're going over here. And it's yeah. so it's fun too much, being a too hobbit. Too much detail on, no. on indoor shit. <laughs> like, I don't need that. I don't care about the architecture of, 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 a, of a midget's apartment. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and that's the title of the episode, folks. <laughs> I don't care. No, just the architecture, the architecture of a midget's apartment. apartment. Man, I just every episode, like for the last like six episodes, like there's no chance of me making any new friends. <laughs> Whether it's the title or what I actually say, there's just no chance of me ever making any new friends ever. Shit. So. No, I I, I agree. It's, it's funny. Sorry. I feel like I love you, but I gotta quit. Yeah. I feel like this is gonna turn into a podcast where it's like we hate reading. What what other books have we given up about reading? <laughs> Reading's stupid. No, well, I they, love reading. I love. I feel I, we have valid points. Yeah. I like these. We're not picking shitty movies. It's not like we're like the Angry Birds movie was better than the book. It, it was. It was. For the record, it's about books here. Yeah. For the record, it was. Uh, but, and, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I especially like you picked a comic book. I picked a book. Book. We're both right. Yeah. Already off the bat, and we're not done with this topic. Yeah. Like, so my my other are, one, my other one is a comic book. Another one, but it's one of the. It's like a classic thing that I'm, I'm not going to say Watchmen, but uh, sorry, Zack Snyder. Uh, the. <laughs> 
Uh, well, it's just not. Yeah, it's no. a good movie. I've softened on that movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a pretty great adaptation. It's just not it. That can't touch the book. No. It can't. But uh, the other is another Alan Moore book, though, is V for Vendetta. You motherfucker. You picked my second pick. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't talk no, about we didn't. this, by the way, did we? No. We, we, just, we both just acknowledged in our text that we had something to say about this. Yes. Topic. And I, I, tro- I read V for Vendetta because it was like uh, when I got back into comics, I was just devouring everything I could find. And someone uh-huh. was like, you should- oh, V for Vendetta is really good. You liked Watchmen. Read V for Vendetta. And that is a boring, boring comic book. It's incredibly it's boring. It is, it is, it is boring. the most poorly. It's one of the one of the most poorly paced Alan Moore books oh, of all time. It is. So, you want to talk about a slog to read through? Like that book really is. is tough. It's no. just boring. And then you see that movie by the Wachowskis and got fucking Hugo Weaving and Natalie Portman. Everything about that was just like riveting to watch and really, yeah. really awesome and a very exciting and, and fun movie to watch. Yeah, complete opposite of what that comic book is. So I don't, that, I don't that, get it. That that book really does not center on V and Natalie Portman's character as much as the movie does. Yeah. And and it's it, you're right. It's a fucking chore. Yeah. That that book is a chore to read through. And it's a fucking it's a fucking picture book. Yeah, there are pictures <laughs> in it. And, but you, there's a there's a whole bunch of situations where it's just there's a lot of text and you just see it like all over and you're like, oh god, man, like that is. Yeah, this it just reads great. better for a movie, and yeah. and like it's probably it's it's probably the last time I enjoyed a Wachowski sibling movie. <laughs> like, Not, <laughs> what was that before or after Speed Racer? I don't. I think it was before. I think it was Speed before. Racer. It's got to be before. But dude, I will defend before. Speed Racer because that movie is fucking fun. No, I'm not gonna. I'm. I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. <laughs> that so. one, it's it's like if you go into it understanding how dumb and ridiculous Speed Racer is in general, and then yeah. you go, oh, they captured all of that. That's well, exactly the, what it is. Here's the thing about me and Speed Racer. I used to like that in in uh, very early high school because I thought it was cool to like things that other people didn't like, and that was the personality <laughs> I was trying to adopt. And then you're such a fucking a while, hipster. After a while, I realized I don't like this. I like baseball. <laughs> 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 like, I, like, like I had a I had a real big problem trying to find an identity right up until like ninth, tenth grade, and then I settled into what I was probably going to be for the next few years, and I just com- abandoned a fucking nonsensical story of racing with the no knowledge that a monkey was in your trunk the yeah. entire time. Oh yeah. That none of that makes any sense. Like I, I used to legit watch NASCAR. Okay. Like I, my, you're a piece of shit. Fuck you, I, man. Like Wait. I'm reevaluating our entire. Hold on. Hold on. You want to hear the kicker? You know who got me into NASCAR? Monica. Yup. You gotta be kidding me, <laughs> yep. Monica. Monica, I'm gonna straight street fight you the next time we see each other. <laughs> but look, I she got me into Monica it. I started is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not bad. You married my father, James. <laughs> well, well, oh, son, <laughs> I'm your I'm your new stepmom. Uh... <laughs> yeah, okay, never mind. You know what? I'm kind of into that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I watch that, so I I understand that like, if if there is an extra weight in the car, it will not go as fast. So no. when you put and the Mach Five yeah. goes like Mach Six, fucking crazy for no fast. reason, and... because it is full of gadgets, <laughs> like high tech, heavy ass gadgets. Car jumps, and let's not forget. A monkey. <laughs> and and like a small child who usually stows away and a too. A small child who stows away constantly. Uh, yeah, but uh. Yeah, that it's that's ridiculous. But it's it's a it it is a really fun movie if you go into it with the understanding of like this is gonna be fucking crazy. Like, wait a minute, like, Speed Racer book? <laughs> Are we just talking about Wachowski? Yeah, now we're talking about Wachowski's. But Speed yeah. Racer is like the cartoon version of an already cartoony franchise in the Fast and the Furious. Like, you accept everything that happens in the Fast and the Furious as happening to real people. Holy shit, that... the Fast and the Furious is live action anime. <laughs> yeah. I never realized this. <laughs> I thought it was kind of weird when that big teardrop popped out of the back of Ludacris's head, but I just went with it. 
I'm really happy that the monkey found work as Dom Toretto. <laughs> <laughs> he moved up in the world from being yeah, in the trunk. Really now he he's driving hard. the car. He got, he, he got a good part, yeah. man. Now he's driving. You take acting classes. <laughs> spend some time doing some cartoon voiceover work. And you'll make it. You'll there make you it. Go. Monkeys get to be Dom Toretto. <laughs> I'm not being racist. I'm just saying. No, no, you're Vin not. Vin Diesel is Vin Diesel is a white guy, a monkey, yeah. in acting wise. Not, no one is disputing that. I mean, I don't think I don't think so. I don't think this could be construed gonna, yeah. as anything else, right? You're not gonna. No, no. I think you're safe on this one. Yeah, he's a bad actor. <laughs> <laughs> I read. I forgot where I saw this, but uh, I think it was a podcast where someone was talking about how the that whole franchise and how they're signed out for another couple more. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "What are they gonna do for the last one? Go space. to space?" And it's like space, and then hell, and then he <laughs> no space, and then that's where Chronicles of Riddick comes from. That is brilliant (laughs) okay okay no so (laughs) all right it's got it all of his franchises have to intersect within the next two movies it's got to be fast fast versus uh triple x and then fast triple x versus riddick in the last or or wait 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 every after everything that happened in the last movie he has to change his name so he that's where he becomes triple x Ooh, then, oh, this is a prequel to Triple yes! X. Yes, yes. Eight movies were a prequel <laughs> to Triple X, leading into Pitch Black. Yes. Then they go into okay, space. If that happens, this is the <laughs> pinnacle of filmmaking. We should shut it down. Goodbye, Hollywood. Goodbye, everything in America. We did it. We did it. Shut it go. down. We can all go to bed. There we go. We figured it out. It's gonna be the only. That's gonna be the greatest thing we ever achieved. <laughs> We just we just connected three franchises of uh, of that, and then while Riddick's up there, he runs into the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, I could go and on and diarrhea. on, and and Iron Giant. Okay, like I can yep. I could keep this going. Um, I am Giant Groot Superman. And, and by the way, I am way too well versed in Vin Diesel's filmography for me to rattle all those off at the top of my head. I did not realize that I am the same thing until you said that, and I have to reevaluate my yeah. life. I gotta go over to school. Yeah, I gotta, go to, I gotta enroll. I gotta learn a trade. You Shit. gotta, you gotta read that dictionary <laughs> again. Is what's this happen. is what I'm doing in my life. I know everything Vin Diesel's in, but I have no idea what the artist is about. <laughs> I know there's a dog in it, <laughs> but we, but you can't he read dies. Children of Men. That's. <laughs> This is not great for me. No. This is, a, this is a weird thing for me to face. So, all right, do you have a... I love this idea, but do you have another... Um, do you have any other bo- movies that were better than books? I do, and it's... Um, what did I say? I will, I will, I will, I've only said one so far, right? Yeah, or, well, technically or... two because I stole your second one. Oh, oh, right. Okay, so my third one is legit one of my favorite movies, and... Uh, it's in my top five favorite movies, and it's bad news in my bears, top five, basic training. It's in my top ten favorite books, but um, I, it probably shouldn't be in my top five, top ten favorite books. Fight Club is a great book. <laughs> it's a great book. I love Chuck Palahniuk. I really love most of his catalog. Is that how you pronounce his last name? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I've I've looked it up so many times trying to figure out how to say it. I'm pretty sure. I'm almost. I'm 98 sure it's Chuck Paul and Yuck. Um, okay. I'll Fight Club is an amazing book. It's really it, it's spectacular. Like most of his catalog, he's written a, a couple of duds, but Fight Club is not a dud. No, Fight Club is a good. But one. that movie destroys. This, like legit have you ever read fight club yeah no i've read it and i've seen the movie there you're right the, the the movie is way better like i i feel truly destroys the book just hammers it into oblivion i like i the the, the way um the boss is dealt with in the movie is so much more believable than the book like the, in the book, the boss is straight murdered at one point, and in a very grisly fashion. And it it disservice it, it does disservice the rest of the story. And then the rest of the story just kind of drags on, and there's no big 
pixie song ending for the yeah. book. Like it's just I, I like I also read the book after like years after I saw Fight Club. I did I did too, unfortunately. So I knew what to look out for, so it wasn't as big of a surprise. But you're no. right in that the, the movie just obliterates yeah. that book. And, it's so and, much and, better. And the twist isn't dealt with, I feel, as well in the book as it is in the movie I, it's just it it feels like a bigger surprise in the movie because it's i mean you're working a different medium so it has to be quicker and you have to find out a way to hammer it into somebody as a surprise instead of building up to that surprise yeah because then I, well then i guess it's not a surprise but like you you get the feel in the book like there's something wrong with this guy and then you try to be Batman about it and figure out what's wrong with this guy. And I feel the book kind of telegraphs the ending. Yeah, you're you're and you're and, right. and I, I like I love Chuck Palahniuk, but he's not as good a writer as his movies are. <laughs> I think I'm I have a I think I've outgrown him as a writer. Me. Two. I I yes. I realized that I loved him ten years ago, yeah. and yeah. his current shit is just oh okay. You're just still gross and overly sexual for no it's, reason. It's and... gross. You're you're right in that. And then what? Well, it's almost like trying to throw out bizarre facts just to show how smart he is. Which yeah, he's I, the M Night Shyamalan of authors of shock value yeah. for no reason. That it's, that has no payoff. It's just look. Here's something gross. This guy got his dick stuck in a pool jet. Yeah. Cool, right? <laughs> like, I, I. No, you're right. And that I'm never, that, go, I'm I, never gonna not like. He's my Stephen King. I think. Like, I'm never gonna not really? love Chuck Palahniuk, but like, he's shitty. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think I would go that far. I went on a kick. He's a great. He's a. He's a you know a great for college kids like that's where that's when i really Ooh, good call that's yeah. when i really embraced his work was when i was in college and i realized like oh like they, like i picked up fight club survivor choke and i was just plowing through those books and oh, then man. choke uh, so good invisible monsters i was another one i really loved and then invisible monsters really good, i tried man. reading snuff and then i tried reading that anthology with the one where the guy gets his dick stuck in the the pool that anthology is Friggin' unreadable. No, that I, is, that I, I couldn't. I couldn't finish and it. Snuff is just gross. Snuff was really gross. Snuff is pointless. Um, you have you ever read Pygmy? I have not, but I think I you have. You need to read Pygmy. Yeah, I have and a copy. Also, of it. I'll, I'll you pick that up. should probably buy the uh, the audio book of Pygmy because oh, yeah? that's probably really cool. Does he read it? I doubt it. He, uh, I hope. I, I don't know who. I don't know. I want to read the audio book, but I hope a real actor does it because in just somebody reading it, it, it deserves to be acted. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a super weird book. It's about this foreign exchange student who is sent from, it's basically South. It's basically North Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they don't say North Korea, but it's, it's North Korea. That's the feeling you get, but he's sent as a spy to infiltrate and destroy America. And he's like a 10 year old boy. Okay. And the book is the book is completely written. It's 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 a hard book. To, it was a hard book for me to read because it's wrote, written in completely broken English, like completely broken English. Mm-hmm. But that book, the ending really sucks. That guy cannot stick the landing for this book whatsoever. But until the last like and until the last chapter of the book, the book is fucking incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, and I, then I'm, the last chapter up. is garbage and, and, and negates all of the book. <laughs> oh, great. You're really yeah. selling me on this. Um, Terrible. It's it's 100% worth reading, and I hope that they get – I hope that the audiobook has an actor behind it because it is – it's a really – it's got to be a great acting piece for uh, a voiceover artist, but – I'll uh, I'll move it up in the queue. I I read books slowly because I only really read books that don't have pictures in them at cer- when I'm at lunch at work. Um, otherwise, I uh, I read comics because it's I'm a pretty child. quick. I think it's I think it's between two fifty and three hundred oh, pages. Like nothing. I could read that. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not bad, but but it is difficult to read because yeah. it's just it's so the English is so broken, and that's the entire book. It's this kid's journal. Uh, and uh, it's it's just hard to read, but it is 
awesome. It's friggin' awesome. Until that last chapter, I was like, really, Chuck? Really? Yeah. <laughs> this is the ending you went with? All right, I'll, I'll look it up. It's um, awesome. All right, do we have uh, do you have any others? Any other movies that are better than books? Because I ran out. You, you, Fight Club is a great call. I'm I'm disappointed I didn't remember that. I that's that's always my go to. Like I like it's not a bad book at all, but like that movie just throttles the shit out of it. Yeah. It really does. Um, but other than that, like Civil War, <laughs> <laughs> Civil War is a way better movie. <laughs> like I, I don't. I guess we bring it right back to Mark Millar. <laughs> Civil War is a way better movie than his yeah. fucking book. Um, uh, all right, you know, I uh, I also wanted to tell you this. I I realized this after um, Mother's Day, and I never talked to you about this on the show, but I fucking hate greeting cards. Like oh this this was uh this hating greeting cards was my closer when I used to do stand up oh yeah was it really <laughs> yeah so get ready for me to shop around my old set from <laughs> ten years ago <laughs> yeah I I hate them because they're all the fucking same and like fortunately my my immediate family knows we don't do any greeting cards so meaning but that's just the people that live in my house so Monica the kids like we don't I don't buy greeting cards. From them to Monica and vice versa, they're like we just don't we just don't do it. I okay. fucking hate them because they're they're all there. There's only two types of greeting cards. You have the ones that are either incredibly sappy and like oh I love you forever, you mean so much, my soul is yours, and or it's here's the lamest joke in the entire world. Like yeah, or a naked guy or a naked lady. Like... But that falls into the lame lame jokes as well. Like there's no yeah. middle ground. So when trying to when I'm forced to buy a card, which happens like, all right, Mother's Day, I had to buy one for my mother. It's those are the two choices. And it's like, all right, so it, none of these apply. It's like, well, all right. Oh, and, and all of the jokes, by the way, are exactly the same, because it's a matter of like for if you're buying something for your dad for for a birthday or Father's Day, the dad is either um, he either really is really lazy, really clumsy, just wants to go to sleep or wants to go fishing. And right. There's no, like. There's no. Hey, you're a really good, attentive husband and father. Yeah. Card. There's there's <laughs> no like. Hey, we have the same sense of humor, and we don't go in for all the mushy bullshit. But hey, man, happy Father's Day. Like, there's no that in a greeting card. So it no. fucking bothers me to no end when I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta go buy a card, and then I'm just like, I guess this will do. And then I look on the back, and it's like, oh, it costs eight dollars. Like, this is what the fuck. Someone's They're just going to look at this for two seconds and then put it in a box or something. Whatever people do with greeting cards that they save, I don't save mine because I fucking hate greeting cards. <laughs> Unless they write I something did. in it. If they write something in it that's more than just two James from so-and-so, I'll save it. If it's just that, I have no reason to save this greeting card. Oh, so you get a shitload of cards that just says two James? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, apparently that's my. That's not what we do. That's my... not no. what we do. Like, no, like we we get we get like we get dumb cards, whether it's sappy or funny, stupid joke cards. But we like we write nice, heartfelt notes in our cards. Yeah, apparently my family isn't that uh, creative. So just two James from mom, or love mom, XO. Oh, well, oh, it's your parents. I mean, come on. If you don't know that they love you by now, then they've they've reached their quota of being nice to you with words. I didn't really get much of that before either. So it's like, okay, they got it. Like, I got it. So I don't, but that's okay. I don't need that card. I'm good. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's just a thing to give people, right? And that's never going to go away. I I like them now. I used to hate them. But I save every one of them now. What do you do with them? Like, ever ever since I got the kid and a relationship that I actually like, like, I save (laughs) everything. Any one of those kids, of of Esme or Jackie gives me, I save all of it. What do you do with it? If it's the biggest piece of... if, if, If it's just like... Like I had, um, I think I still have it. Esme made me when she left for California when she was two or three. She colored in, she made a big circle and like made some green and blue into this is the earth. 
so you can see me wherever you are, and I still have it. Well, that's and different. Jackie, that's something that's made. Jackie Jackie does the same stuff for me, and I save it. So, like they're like they're not like they're not parents. They're they're doing nice things, like, yeah. but parents like. You're allowed to phone it in when you're when your kids are completely grown and have a house and have kids of their own. Like if I was your parents, I would give you a card that said, "Fuck you, here's twenty bucks." <laughs> I didn't even get the twenty bucks. Yeah, like you know, I love you and I support your life. This is a card. I don't give a shit if you throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm getting at. Like. See, the stuff that you're talking about, that's, like, handmade stuff. Like, I've kept all the stuff that, like, Oliver's made at daycare and stuff like that. He makes me a card. All right, I keep that kind of stuff. But The phoned-in ones that are obligatory, yeah, just throw yeah, them in the trash. No, no they go in the, right in the garbage. No one expects you to keep, like, love mom and dad, and that's the only note <laughs> in a happy anniversary card. Like, I, like, I got the check. That's what I care about. Yeah. I held on to that motherfucker. Bye-bye card. <laughs> what was what were what were aspects of your uh, stand up for this? Oh geez. Um it tied into a guy cheating on my girlfriend while trying to trying to order a Denver omelet from me from the next room. <laughs> <laughs> what? And then, like like um the the like that was that was a joke and then the the end of the I think you can still find this on the internet actually really <laughs> we got to put this on uh, on our show notes we got to find that up I will try to find it yeah. and I'm gonna spoil it now All but right. uh, the closing was um there was the greeting card thing and how I hate greeting cards and like I always get some bullshit greeting card like hey it's the guy who cheated on who facilitated the cheating of your girlfriend on you. Um, I hope she does the right thing. <laughs> and, that, and that was it. Um, I'll, I'll try to find it and I'll post it on the show notes. Yeah, that'll be fun. But uh, I, yeah, I had a whole greeting card closing. It was not good. Yeah. My stand-up was pretty terrible. You know, I, I got about a half an hour of, of material and all of it's trash. Can I, can I tell you, I think I remember one of seeing you, you once were there when you, you did go you and monica were me, there me and monica went for a um for a neon glowworm show at yep. the at jo at joey's was that was that what it was joey's it was joey's cafe and, and i remember and, and you Phil. i remember one of your jokes specifically one that has that has stood up that, that was like years ago all right oh, and, and it was before esme was born yeah. i think yeah so this was i remember you specifically saying it would have been around the well, I guess the 2008 election, and you go, you know what the difference between Sarah Palin's mouth and her vagina is? Only half the things that come out of her vagina are retarded. <laughs> I don't think that was my joke. I don't think that was my joke. I don't no. think I came up with anything that funny. <laughs> I, But I could have sworn it was you doing, like, the opening bit for it and, like, emceeing or whatever. I think that might have been Chris Cubis, who is yeah? becoming a famous comedian. Oh, okay. I'm almost that's not my I joke. credited it to you for, for all those years. I thought that was you. Oh, no, that's I'm not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that funny, nor am I that truthful. <laughs> wow, man, Pretty my sure mind. That was Chris Cubis. My mind's been blown. I could have sworn that was you. <laughs> No, right, I'm, pr so I'm pr pretty sure I just make greeting card jokes. <laughs> <laughs> How could I tie this into greeting cards? Yeah, um, that's why I'm a mechanic now. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, and then on on that note, um, then uh, yeah, that's that's it then for Raging Nordon. As as always, um, subscribe to the show on iTunes. We are in the process of changing media servers, uh, but your best bet to listen to the show is just subscribe on iTunes. Uh, that way you, you'll get everything uh, through their feed there so you don't have to worry about losing anything. Uh, but otherwise, if you want to send us a note, if you have other books that you th or movies that you think are better than books, by all means, send it over to us. I want to hear more of these because I, I'm sure there are more that we forgot that aren't just bullshit like a B-movie. But um, send it to us at RagingNerdOn at gmail.com or via Twitter at RagingNerdOnPod. But uh, yeah, that about does it then for this episode of Raging Nerdon. I am James Ferguson. I am... Wishing good luck to everybody who has been completely fucked over by life this week. <laughs> With nerd on. 
is this still going? I'm, I'm <laughs> done. It's so I still hear the ringing noise. I think Skype is like frozen on me for a second. I said, I don't want to uh, upgrade just yet. Let me just wait a minute. And now it's I don't just... hear I don't hear any ringing noise. I just hear you garbled like you <laughs> That's how I sound normally. Oi. Oh, this is not gonna be a fun night. Hold on, hold on <laughs> just a minute. And to top it off, I just broke my headphones, so Oh, oh good. What's up? What do you need? Nothing. Okay. I wanted to pull a Jackie and glare at you. Well, well Hi Monica! There you go. Alright, it stopped. Hey buddy! <laughs> it stopped. And I and I like legit broke my headphones just as we started. Oh, these are the the good ones. No, these aren't the good good ones. These are like old ones that I liked a lot, but they're oh. broken. That's just like legit just fell apart. Do you That's want me to get the duct tape? No. Would you get my <laughs> Like this is past duct tape broken. Oh, so, oh, wow, that is broken. I just, I went to, like, put them back on my head, and they just, like, one whole uh, ear, not earbud, but they're, like, the ones that go over your ears, it just, like, came off in my hand. Like, so the whole thing just fell right off. That sounds a lot like my car. <laughs> my car is made of earbuds that are duct taped together. <laughs> <coughs> I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened there to start that. I'm just double checking to make sure it actually recorded something first. So I don't. Okay. Like it was weird because you started talking. I hear hello, and then it's just going boop 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 boop. That's kind of cool. It's a better theme song than we already have. <laughs> yeah, we really. For episode fifty. We should really get a new theme song. Yeah. Wait, is this episode fifty? This is forty-nine. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. That snuck up on me yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> It records. It records. Up. This is this is not headphones. These. Are, this is a video game console. This is. Why a, did I think your headphones were in? There? No, that is a Nintendo DS. The bottom, then? It is in are the you skyping from a Super Nintendo right now? <laughs> yeah, actually. Hold on. Let me just. Let me just beat this Zelda game and we're set. Monica. Hi, Monica. Monica's <laughs> enough to be like to go and get my other headphones, which I have upstairs, and she comes down with um a Nintendo DS. That I had up there too. That I haven't touched in like three years. That it's just been up there for God knows how long. Wait, can you use a Nintendo 3DS for headphones? No, no. She just grabbed the. Uh, it's like that's a- hilarious. <laughs> You're married to an 80 year old woman. <laughs> Monica, Monica, learn technology, please. <laughs> Hi, Monica. <laughs> she, she can't hear you. She can't hear you. Oh, right she's now. gone. Ah, oh, damn it. She went upstairs to actually find the headphones. <laughs> the 3DS, that's yeah. awesome. And in my defense, you have like seven tins of shit. I have seven tins of shit down uh, in my in my nightstand, nightstand uh, upstairs. That's of like headphones, just like headphones. random headphones. There's a there's a watch I think in there. There's a, a uh, there's a wallet. There's a bunch of other garbage that's just like. I don't know where else to put this. I know. I'll just leave it here. That's that's too many different things to yeah. put in the same tin, man. It's not the same tin. It's, it's one tin. No tin. You want to say hi real quick? Come here. Say hi. Hi. Say hi. hi. Say hi, Raging Nerdon. Just say it. <laughs> don't look at me like that. All right. Just, you know, just go to bed. You're a huge disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> That's my daughter. She's awake, so. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I, I just had to like. So I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> I just had to like fire Oliver from our last unboxing video we recorded last night. I didn't get to watch it. Well, I just saw the one. post no, and it sounded like you've completely lost control of your children. Oh God, I can't wait is, to watch well, it. And then there's a new one that we recorded last night that isn't live yet. I have to record some close-ups for it, but. Um, he just went like off the rails, and you could tell like he got like really hyper, and he's like ah poopy blah blah blah. And I was like, you need to tone it down. I'm like, he's like poopy poopy poopy, and I'm like, all right, one more poopy and you're out. And he's like, poopy. <laughs> and I'm like, so Get out! this is this is basically an episode of our show. <laughs> so yeah. what, you're, so what you're saying? <laughs> Isn't it? What are you doing? Okay, you good night. I just need a. What do you need? need? Um, a paper towel. A paper towel? I don't have any. I know. I don't have any hair. Yeah. Go use a towel. I love you. Good night. You put yourself to bed? Huh? We know more other towels, so I used a towel one day. 
Okay. Do you want to talk about Joss Whedon taking over uh, the Justice League movie from Zack Snyder? Yeah, go to bed. <laughs> I love you. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Go to bed so I can curse. Go, go, go. <laughs> Close your door. I love you, honey. I love you with all my heart. Good night. Sweet dreams, baby. I'll see you in the morning, okay? One more day and then big four-day weekend, right? Stop sticking your tongue out of me. I'm trying to say I love you. Good night. <laughs> All right, bye. You gotta get some sleep. You got school. Good night. I love you. She called me Casper. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's because you're white and pasty. That little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I have to whisper real close to the microphone for about ten more minutes, I think, until she falls asleep. I can't believe that little shit called me. She is a racist. My daughter is a racist. My eight-year-old daughter is a... I don't know where she got this from, but she is a racist. Wow. (laughs) I'm sorry you had to find out this way. It's a blow. I tell you, it's a blow. Yeah. Well, they grow up so fast. It's sooner or later, they're just, you know... One day they're cute and cuddly, and they're and the next day they're Steve Bannon. Yeah, they're they're burning crosses on your front lawn. You know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm raising a brown Steve Bannon. Awesome. (laughs) I've really done a great job. (laughs) Please don't take his kids away. Um, so I want. Please don't. She's so awesome. (laughs) I wanted. She's happy. I wanted to tell you about. Just fuck off. (laughs) Just stay away from my house. (laughs) 